Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello, Kieran. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm so used to you doing a spoiler at this point that I've completely thrown off. <laughs> but the reason that we're not doing that is because this isn't one of our regular shows. We're not predicting no. the plot of a movie. This is the second instalment of our movie talk show. That's right. That's right. We like to a change, movie talk show. change things up <laughs> a little bit. Shows. Be a little bit spontaneous. Yeah. Not try to fit into a formula. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the generic introduction music to go out because we're going to the Oscars, baby. Yes, we are. Well, we're not. We're not getting any Aren't awards. We? But I'm, yeah. I'm sure our invite is on its way. You know, yes. we live in Australia, so it might, you know, take yeah, a little bit of time. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it's a formal letter that we get. Yeah. Because you know, well, I've already picked out my Why suit. would we be going? Just to watch? It's not like, best we, podcast. We, yeah, well, best podcast, obviously, we'd have to be nominated for. But, you know, also because we're such an authoritative Oh, we're such voice, an influence in the world in the of movies. They've, they're changing their movies based on this podcast. Oh, that's right. That's why we're always wrong. They listen to the <laughs> podcast and they go back and reshoot the whole thing to make us that's wrong. Right, that's right. We'll have Quentin Tarantino shake our hands saying, yeah. thanks very much, Kieran and Maddie D. You were such an influence on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I changed so much of it. That's why I changed the ending. We listen to your prediction on our trailers and we're like, oh, we need to change this. Yeah, exactly. That explains everything. Mm. That's we, why we need to be there. We could well host done, the Maddie Oscars. D. We could do that. Yeah. Well, what a disaster <laughs> that would be. If you listen to any episode, you know what a disaster that would be. So, obviously, the Oscars, if you're not familiar, you should be familiar. If you're listening to an Oscar podcast, an episode based on the Oscars, you should know that the Oscars are the nickname, basically. The Oscar is the award itself, I believe, but it refers to the Academy Awards. And we're here today to talk about who we think is going to win the major categories in the 92nd Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. Are you excited? I am, yeah. We'll crack a bottle of wine. Sounds good to me. I know, right? Yeah, who cares about the awards? Let's just have some um, wine. You know, I thought there'd be a lot more movies that we covered on this show. I don't know why I'm surprised. Well, um, here's the thing. They don't really do popcorn Hollywood movies in the Oscars. They look at the most artistic movies. They look at big documentaries. They basically look at movies that people don't watch. And then that's the ones that they give the awards to because we just cover popcorn Hollywood movie. The cheesier, the better yep. is what we basically attempt to predict on Can our show regularly. I just regularly. say how much glee I have because when Avengers Endgame came out and everyone was convinced that was going to win best movie. Who? And everyone was convinced that was going to win. We knew uh, one guy who was <laughs> convinced. <laughs> there was a few. There was a few that uh, people thought uh, Robert Downey Jr. was going to win best actor. Yeah, we discussed there's... that in Dooley. There was a big push <laughs> yeah. for him to win best actor for Avengers well, Endgame. because, you know, he, he passed. Yeah. Passed away. Yeah. In the movie. In the movie. Yeah. But they were acting like he actually died. But no, he wasn't even considered for an award, <laughs> which I find hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Me too. But I'm not at all surprised that he wasn't nominated, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> because as we discussed in the Doolittle episode and listened to that episode to really hear our thoughts on Robert Downey Jr., Doolittle is a very apt word for his method of acting because... <laughs> He might be entertaining as Tony Stark. Why are we throwing trash at Robert Downey? Who didn't get nominated for a award? I think he deserves it. (laughs) Oh, Oh dear. No, I tell you what, I don't have anything against Robert Downey Jr. Mm. personally. I just, there's only so much. I mean, mean, if he was getting nominated for something like, um, well, when you talk about him in like when he did that Chaplin movie. Yeah. He was good in that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So good in that. So like, it's not that he doesn't have his chops when you can see. He just doesn't try because he doesn't need to try. If you can be paid a lot of money to just chill out and just, yeah. Pretend to be an alcoholic. Yeah. (laughs) Pretend to be an alcoholic. Yeah. They're taking jobs away from us regular alcoholics. (laughs) I want to see a real alcoholic playing Tony Stark. 
with a, with I was going to name some, but the, most of them are dead now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I Oscars. I always like seeing what movies win and and yeah. whatnot. But I I'm kind of getting over the the showiness of it all and the pretentiousness of it all. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, er- everything's a cause now, which I can appreciate a little bit because obviously there are things that are important in this world. But it, sometimes it kind of feels a little forced. And personally, aside from the ones that we've covered, I haven't seen a lot of the movies that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so yeah. This is going to be a challenge in itself because I certainly haven't seen Little Women. I certainly haven't seen The Two Popes. I could go on and on. I think I haven't seen more of the movies than I actually have out of this bunch of Oscars contenders. Mm. So mm. I guess this so, is going to be difficult when we're going to try and express opinions so about like them. like Spies in Disguise, for some reason, yeah. didn't, didn't get didn't make considered. It. Wasn't up there for best animation. So what we're going to do... I was going to say best original screenplay. No, it's best adapted screenplay. Oh, right. it's based oh you're tr- so true. That's so true. So what we're going to do is we're going to predict what we think the Academy is going to pick as their winners. Yes, that's right. And we're not going to cover every category. I think we're just going to cover the major categories. I think I've picked 12 of them out to cover, and it might be 15 to 20 in actuality. Mm. Feel free to play along with us as well. If there's anything that you think we're wrong about or if we haven't considered a a movie that is a big contender. Yeah, feel free to let us know. We've got an email, potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. That reminds me, actually, a while ago, someone actually sent us an email saying that they listened to our Doolittle episode and had to turn it off because we kept bashing Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I liked Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I think it was mainly me who was bashing Robert Downey Jr. You don't like him. Like I did. No, like I said, I don't like him as Tony Stark. I just don't think he tries. Okay. A lot of people out there disagree with me, but yeah, I'm not a fan. That's of your his, opinion. Yeah. That's your opinion as a moviegoer. Yeah. People, well, this one particular person didn't agree with my opinion. Fair enough. They said, I had to turn it off because these idiots <laughs> Did they were say? trying too hard to be funny. Kept bashing Robert Downey Jr., who's my favorite actor. <laughs> so I know that person isn't going to be listening to this episode. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, I think Doolittle was one of my favorite trailers that I saw like last year. So, oh really? I had a lot of fun with that one. Okay. <laughs> Most people won't agree with you having seen the movie. Have you seen its score on Rotten Tomatoes? Seventeen <laughs> percent currently and falling. Yes, yes. But let's talk about the movies that are considered. Yeah. Let's talk about these. Yeah, the let's, best let's movies. Talk about movies that people like. Best movies of 2019. Yes, absolutely. Or or what the Academy perceives as the best movies of 2019. Yes, um, even though some of them came out this month. But yeah. I think because they always do the awards in February, they count January of that year as the previous year because you've got to take in overlap to account. Mm, yeah, definitely. I just wanted to point out as well, I started to make this point before, we're not going to point out what we think should win. We're going to point out what we think the Academy is going to win. I think we can throw in our personal opinions as well. We can throw in our personal picks, but for the most part... Matty D and I are going to compete and see how close we can get to the actual winners through our predictions. So we're trying to do this in the mind of the Academy. Yes. What they perceive as a quality picture. Yes. I think that's a good term to use as well. All right. So the first category that I wanted to talk about is best production design. Mm -hmm. So that is the sets, basically, and the overall design of the movie, the style, everything about it. And the the nominees are, I feel like I'm doing the awards. (laughs) Uh, the nominees are for Best Production Design. If you're looking design. for a host for next Oscars, yes. like, listen to Kieran. Yeah, this is my audition tape. So Best Production Design nominees are The Irishman, uh, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. 
Now, I've seen all of those with the exception of Parasite, which I understand is a Korean comedy, black comedy movie. Yeah, it looks kind of good. I wasn't aware of Parasite until yeah, doing this some award research season. into this. Yeah, doing this show. And I was like watching it going like, I really want to watch this film yeah, now. I definitely feel it looks like really cool. I should watch it. Mm. But given the fact that we're here to talk about it today, I feel like the time has passed. But yeah, it's definitely something I'm going to add to my watch later list. Oh yeah, definitely. So out of those nominees, who do you think is going to win? Well, so I was leaning towards, because when I thought production design, I was like, you know, the world they built, I could see maybe Jojo Rabbit taking it home. But I think it's going to be between The Irishman and, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? And yeah, because I think The Irishman did a really good job establishing the era. I think they yeah. really just knocked it out of the park. Basically just old buildings. But they did really well. Like, yeah. you know, the fashion, the, the music, well, the style. We're not including the fashion because that's best costume. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But, you know, establishing the world. But I'm going to give also it- the music doesn't count either. That's, that's <laughs> Fair enough. Score. Fair enough. So, but I'm going to give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that did a good job of setting yes. the era. They did the an amazing look, job with everything that. like that. We sort of spoke they about it. They built in- actual facades over the top of real buildings in mm-hmm. Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard to make it look period appropriate. Yeah. They put so much money into on the, all the cars. The, the logos on like dog food tins. Yeah. Like it was, the attention to detail was insane. And that's why I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will get it. That is my personal pick, believe it or not. I really want that movie to win the award for that category. But I personally think that the Academy is going to pick 1917. Okay. Why that's do you think my that? prediction. Uh, well, I know you haven't seen the movie, Matty D. I'm seeing it this afternoon. I saw it this morning. And I think just given the amount of effort, it's all, it will, it's faked up to be one long continual shot. So that production element in itself is impressive, mm-hmm. if you like gimmicks like that. But the attention to detail in the trenches and in the battlefields and the bombed out towns is it's just something that I don't think the Academy will resist throwing an award at. Yeah. So that's my prediction. 1917, you're going with Once Upon a Time Once in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I want to sort of say this a little What's bit. What's your personal pick? My personal pick would be, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or The Irishman. Okay, I would cool. be happy either of them. I think everybody, all the nominations on this particular category deserve it. So Absolutely. Any anybody who gets it, I'm kind of like, I can't yeah. wait to get to ones that you think don't deserve fair it. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I just want to say with when I was selecting what I thought who would win what category, I was like very adamant that it, couldn't be a superhero movie. <laughs> well, and hardly anyone nominated except for Joker. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was talking about. Okay, but I, I think you well, have to not, break it's some not of there these for rules. This production design, so which I find surprising. Mm, yeah, How me good too. Was the production design it was in really Joker? Good. Apparently not that good because it wasn't even considered. So in the next category we're going to talk about is sorry, Maddie D's phone. Let me just silence this. Yep. All right, it's silent now. So in the next category we're going to talk about is best adapted screenplay. So it's a screenplay that's based on an existing work, be Mm -hmm. it a book or another movie or just a concept that's already out there. So the nominees for that are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women and The Two Popes. So who do you think is going to win? Who do you think the Academy is going to win? I'm going to toss up. I could see the the Academy really going towards Little Women. Really? Yep. But I think it will be Jojo Rabbit. And I'm really unconfident. I'm not confident at all with that one. But So that was actually based on a book called Caging Skies, which if we read that in the lead up to our Jojo Rabbit (laughs) prediction. (laughs) It would have made things so much easier. We didn't know it was a book. But yeah, that book basically covers the entire plot of that movie. I think the Academy will be suckered in by the whole, the way they show 
the Nazis and make it all comedic and whatnot. I think they'll be very seduced by that. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I've got the same thing. I've got Jojo Rabbit as my pick for the Academy, but my personal pick is The Irishman because I thought that was an excellent adaptation of that entirely fictional story. Yeah, why was that considered an adaptation? Because it, it was, was based on the book I Heard You Paint Houses. Oh, okay. Which was a biography by Charles Brandt based on the ramblings of the Frank character from that movie. So okay. it was a real guy and he was just like, I killed Jimmy Hoffa. Sure, sure, let me write this down. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love how it was called, I Heard You Like to Paint Houses. No, it's not I Heard You Like to Paint Houses. I Heard You Paint Houses. Oh, okay. Which well. is something that Jimmy Hoffa actually said to Frank, the real person Frank. Yeah. And it was actually going to be the title of the movie. In fact, yeah, it is that. the title of the movie if you watch the movie. At the start, it doesn't say The Irishman. It says, I Heard You Paint Houses. Yeah. Which I was like, why wasn't the movie called that? That would have been such a cool title. Yeah, but they wanted a shorter, grabbier title. Irishman. Yeah, The Irishman. But that's my personal pick. I think The Irishman should win, but I think Jojo Rabbit, I... quite like you, is going yeah, to win. Yeah, I would be with you. I think The Irishman deserves to win as well. Yeah. I would like it to win. I don't think, you know, if Jojo Rabbit won, I think I'd, that's cool as well. Moving on to best original screenplay. So an idea that isn't based on anything, completely fictional idea. The idea is that we should uh. be awarding and applauding the most. And they include Knives Out, which was written by Ryan Johnson, if you didn't know. Marriage Story, which is that movie with Kylo Ren in it. What's yeah, his name? Adam Driver. Driver. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. <laughs> I know what Diver called Adam, surprisingly, but yeah, Adam Driver. 1917 again, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again, and Parasite again. So, who do you think the Academy is going to pick? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? And, yeah, I actually listened to a podcast with he, Dan. Tarantino won Best Original Screenplay for Django, I believe, Ooh. a couple of years ago. So, do you think they'll give it to him again for another movie? They usually don't, but I think with this particular movie, that's where I'd go to. Because Believe it or not, it's my personal pick. I definitely, personally believe that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood should win. Or mm. Best original screenplay, but what were you saying? I was just saying I was listening to a podcast with Dan Aykroyd, who's you know on the panel and voting, and he actually did say, once, right. he said, "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, in his opinion, the best movie released that year, and that's one he's pushing for to win uh, Best Original Screenplay." I think the Academy is going to pick Knives Out. What? I I was even like, why? No offense, but why was Knives Out on this list? Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't. Okay, well that explains it. <laughs> it's a well-written movie. Okay, and I definitely think it's the one that they're going to pick. But yeah, I, my personal pick, my guy in the corner, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, why? Why do you think? Because I, I think the Academy will like the idea of, you know, glamorizing Hollywood because, yeah. you know, they are Hollywood. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, that's us. We're like, oh, you know, and they'll be nostalgic and whatnot. But why why do you think it'll be Knives Out? Oh, just the style of writing. It just sort of screams. The pretension around it, I mean, I like the movie, but the pretension around it sort of screamed, oh, pick me, pick me. And really? I don't think the Academy will be able to resist. Because it's a murder mystery. And I, yeah. I mean, and it's a clever murder mystery. Uh, yeah, sure. But like a murder mystery winning best original screenplay. Yeah. When they usually this like this is my prediction. Randy. The epics. I don't know. Just... You don't have to agree with me. Okay. When when it wins the award, I'll be laughing. <laughs> okay. All right. And the next category is best visual effects. Mm-hmm. And the movies nominated are Avengers: Endgame, mm-hmm. the only time it actually appeared in any <laughs> category. The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Right. So, who do you think out of those one is going to win Best Visual Effects? Well, I think the the Academy only looks to movies that it feels like it can take seriously, so it knocks off some of those yes, contenders absolutely. there, which is why I think it'll go 1917. And I'm with you there, a hundred percent. I totally agree that I think 1917 is going to win Best Visual yep. Effects because it has some impressive 
impressive visual mm. effects. I'll tell you what, all the trailers that I've seen for 1917 were just showcasing how they made the movie. They didn't really focus on, you know, the movie itself, the story of the movie, because I guess they feel like that's the least important part. Mm. They're really concerned with showcasing, oh, look at what we achieved and how impressive this is. And you can really feel that when you watch the movie. You're like, wow, look at what we did. <laughs> yeah. And I think as well, out of all those contenders, all those nominated, 1917 is more serious. It has a more serious yeah. tone and the Academy feels well, it's that, based on World War One. You know, so, yeah. you know, feels like films need to be more, you know, about more serious things. So that's why it wouldn't go to something like Avengers, Avengers Endgame, Endgame, which I know you don't think should no. you know win, but I think was pretty good. We've talked about this front. at length off air. Mm. I don't like the visual effects in Avengers Endgame at all. Yeah. Or Infinity War for that matter. Because I think it looks bad. <sighs> I don't know. I Thanos th- looks great. He is the one that visual final effect. Battle I think, scene. I think they're just basing the entire impression of the visual effects on Thanos himself. But everything else, all the CGI just looks dodgy to me. I think it's going to age extremely poorly. So I don't agree at all that I, I don't think it should have been nominated at all, to be honest. Unless they're just saying, look, Thanos, that's our, <laughs> that's our nomination. What about the last the visual fight effect? scene? That was, that was gorgeous. Yeah, I guess so. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't agree at all. Face. I don't agree at all. I think it looks shitty, Matty D. Okay, everyone out there is going to hate me, but I think it looks shitty. Come back to it in ten years and tell me. I if guess. It looks just I guess we'll do this podcast in about ten years' time, yeah, and if we're then, still going. Um, I'll be like, I was right. <laughs> By the way, my personal pick is The Irishman, Mm. which there's a lot of contention over whether people think the effects in that movie were good or not. What is your personal opinion, Matty D? Well, for me, I didn't even notice the effects that they were using. That's how good they were. When the trailer came out, I wasn't aware that they de-aged the characters because I just fell for it hook, line, and sinker. But then when someone pointed out that they had actually been de-aged, I was like, oh, now I can see it. Mm. And then when I watched the movie, I was distracted by it for maybe 10 minutes, but then it completely washed over me. I completely forgot about it, and I believed it for the full movie. But a lot of people are like, oh, it's a failure. It's a complete special effects failure of a movie right? because it's completely unconvincing and creepy. Well, I didn't see that at all. I thought yeah. it was seamless. I well, it's weird because I don't really notice the effects in it because it you well know, you didn't. At the same time, a lot of people are openly bashing the Irishman because of what Scorsese said about the Marvel movies, right? So a lot of well, that he wasn't are, a fan of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, he didn't. Think well, he they didn't were, even say that, did he? he? Said he didn't think they were cinema. Yeah. Okay. That's one man's opinion, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But Um, then people were just like, oh, Scorsese sucks. He doesn't have any good movies. And they were just like going to IMDb and whatever other Rotten Tomatoes and just going out of their way to give it a low score. All right. As much as I did love The Irishman and I loved it a lot as a movie and I think that what they got away with with their visual effects they were excellent was quite impressive but not without their flaws. My personal opinion, my personal pick would be Avengers. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, as I said, out my of those nominations, was the Irishman. But yeah, we both. Uh, but did, it's going to be 1917. Yeah, we, I think we both agreed that the Academy is going to pick 1917. So moving on to cinematography, best cinematography, which is personally one of my favorite categories, and the nominations are. Well, I keep feeling like I'm doing it at the actual awards. <laughs> the Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, which I haven't seen, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. What do you think the Academy is going to pick Man, for that one? Um, I haven't seen The Lighthouse either, but any of these movies that I've seen could easily take this award home. Absolutely. I'm going to give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Really? Well, not again, but this is another time I've put them in, yeah. Is that your personal opinion or is that your Academy pick? I I think they did the cinematography really well in that movie, so... I thought the cinematography was good, but it didn't stand out to me. 
I tell you what did stand out to me is 1917. Yeah. That definitely had outstanding cinematography, and that's my Academy pick. Because that's what I think. It'll either be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or 1917. But my personal pick, believe it or not, was Joker. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I recently rewatched that, and I was taken away with the cinematography of that movie. I was blown away. I was taken to a different place, basically, is what I'm trying to say. No, they did a really good job in that movie. I don't know why The Irishman is there. The cinematography for that was good, but just like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it didn't stand out to me. Uh, The Lighthouse, I can completely understand because that whole movie is just like a showcase of cinematography. It's basically a wank fest for cinematography. Well, maybe that'll win. Yeah. Is that your pick? No, my pick is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. What's your personal pick? Yeah, it'd probably be Once Upon a Time as well or The Joker maybe as well. Okay. Well, there you go. So the next category is another one that I'm really a big fan of, Best Original Score. So this one is good because we're an audio medium. We can actually play some samples of some of these contenders. So the people up for that are, I can't pronounce his name. It's Hilda Gonna Unpronounceable for the Joker. Let's hear a clip of that score now. Little Women by Alexander Desplat. Sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Let's hear a little bit of that. Marriage Story by Randy Newman. Let's hear a little bit of that. Newman. Randy Newman. Nineteen Seventeen by Thomas Newman, no relation to Randy. And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker by John Williams. And let's listen to a little bit of that. (laughs) 
great now that we've heard those. It's nice that Star Wars is getting some love. Yes, absolutely. I'm really happy about that. And that is my Academy pick, and that is my really? personal pick, because really? I absolutely think that John Williams deserves every award. He just should be considered for every award for that soundtrack, because... Has the Academy ever given an award to a Star Wars movie for I, its soundtrack? I don't think for its soundtrack. Well, if they haven't, they should. Because out of all those soundtracks that we listen to and all of the ones that are nominated, I think Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, or just Star Wars in general, mm. is the only one that is memorable, has memorable themes, just overall just stands out. I know you don't agree with me. I, I think the Academy will go Joker. That's what I think. Really? Yeah. Those long drones. Yeah. It was a good soundtrack. It's I definitely agree with you, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't think they're going to go with it. Okay. I don't know what my personal pick would be, to be honest. I haven't seen Marriage Story or Little Women, but uh, nothing in either. it is as memorable as anything from Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased because I'm looking at <laughs> all of the soundtracks from Star Wars as a whole, but say what you will about the movie itself, but when I saw Rise of Skywalker, my favourite part of the whole thing was the soundtrack. See, with all these nominations, all these nominees, I thought they the soundtracks were good, but nothing really blew me away. So I'm really okay. surprised with this list. You don't count? Star Wars is blowing you away, or uh, just that particular movie was forgettable. No, no, I, I enjoyed that movie, and the soundtrack was good. But it, you know, I wouldn't say it, it blew me away. It was okay. particularly amazing. So none of these really stand out to you. No, I would say the one that the Academy so your personal will go to. pick and your Academy pick is the Joker. Yeah, I don't know if I have a personal pick for this one, but I definitely think the Academy will go the Joker. Fair enough. Can't disagree with you there. So now we're getting into the real meat and potatoes. Oh, here we go. Fair. This so is where the fights will we're happen. Coming up to best supporting actor. I thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood sort of pointed out and made clear that the term actress is yes. um, dated, was, null and void. What's the term? Um, it is a misnomer, but I suppose, you know, we're still set in our ways and we've got to put. Best supporting actress, best supporting actress, best actor, best actress in yeah, their own I'm, categories. I'm surprised they're still doing that. Well, I guess they don't want to make it like man versus woman. So yeah. that's why they're in their own. And they want to have more categories as well. Yeah, absolutely. They want to pad out the, the show <laughs> like we're doing. So the nominees for best supporting actor are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Now he played Mr. Rogers in that. Anthony Hopkins as Pope Benedict XVI from The Two Popes. Al Pacino from The Irishman as Jimmy Hoffa. Joe Pesci as Russell Buffalino from The Irishman as well. And Brad Pitt as Cliff Booth from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Who do you think the Academy is going to pick, Matty D? 100% on Joe Pesci. What he did in that, really? that movie, The Irishman, was amazing. Yep, best performance I've ever seen in Paul. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good as well, but my Academy pick is going to go to Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Really? Fair enough. And my personal pick is Al Pacino. Really? From The Irishman, because I thought he was great in that movie. Yeah. He wasn't like Al Pacino at all. <laughs> It reminded me he yelled of, a little bit. Yeah, it reminded me of old school Al Pacino. It really back did. when he had more range. Really I want to say as well, Brad Pitt in this movie, Once Upon a Time, is also really yes. good. I wouldn't be surprised he if he was got close it. to being my personal pick as yeah. well because I love that character. Would not from be surprised if he won. But for me, what Joe Pesci did in that movie. So that's your personal pick and your Academy pick. Yeah, that would be my personal pick and Academy pick. I don't right. think they can go past that performance. He came out of retirement. Mm. to do that movie, by the way. He'd been retired for, I think, 15 years or so and came back just to do that movie. Yeah. I think Scorsese asked him 50 times and he said no 49 times. But yeah, I I really liked him in that movie, but I think Al Pacino was better, to be perfectly honest. Okay, fair enough. He was in it less. I I feel like we're not agreeing at all. (laughs) 
which is good. It's a good dynamic. So moving on to Best Supporting Actress. Now, this is where I'm most embarrassed to say I haven't seen any of these movies with the exception of one. So I can't really rate any of these performances on a personal level. My personal pick is just down to my own feelings about the actors outside of the movies. Yeah. So Best Supporting Actress nominees are Kathy Bates playing Barbara Bobby Jewell in Richard Jewell. Laura Dern as Nora Fanshawe from Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson as Josie Betzler from Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh as Amy March from Little Women. And Margot Robbie as Kayla Pospisil from Bombshell. What do you think the Academy's going to go for here? Look, I could see it go to the Little Women there, but... Um, really? You're seeing a little pew in the future. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Margot Robbie. Really? In Bombshell, yep. Did you see Bombshell? No, I haven't. I haven't either, so... I'm just basing it on... Popularity. It's a with, popularity with, contest With now. these kind of things, I'm kind of looking... So I can't really, like yourself, give a personal Judge opinion. Fairly. Uh, but I'm looking at the sort of Oscar buzz around these movies, and for that reason, I would say it's going to be Margot Robbie. My Academy pick is Kathy Bates from Richard Jewell. Okay. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Why Kathy Bates? I just threw a dart at a bunch of names and that was the one that it landed on and my personal pick was actually Scarlett Johansson from Jojo Rabbit because that's the movie that I've actually seen was she good in that and she was great in that movie mm. I cried in that movie because of her so oh, good. Not, well not because of her acting anyone who's seen the movie will know what I'm talking about emotional scene yes I still haven't seen it actually there's a scene in the movie and this won't spoil anything there's a scene in the movie where she paints half of her face well she like drunkenly like puts half of her face as a beard and leaves the other half with her regular makeup and does like a, a sort of like play acting scene in front of Jojo where it's like the father who's gone away. I think the father died actually. The father right. who died and she's having a conversation with him, sort of like demonstrating a conversation with him in sort front of, like of Jojo. Tom, Tom Hardy did in um in, in Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, sort of similar to that. But yeah, I really like that scene. I really like that moment and that's why it's my personal pick. But yeah, my Academy pick is Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell. Okay. What was your personal pick? Um, I didn't have one for okay, this, for this section. I don't have here. an opinion. Yeah, but Margot Robbie, I think, will take it because she's really hot right now with, with the she's always know, with, with the Academy. <laughs> okay. And, and plus, this movie is very Oscar baitish. Yes. So I think they're going to go with her. So moving on to the big ones Best Actor, which I'm very excited to talk about. And we're going straight into Best Actor. We're going straight to Best Actor. The nominees for that are Antonio Banderas as Salvatore Mallo, or is it Mayo? Who knows? From Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio as Rick Dalton from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver as Charlie Barber from Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker from Joker. <laughs> okay, Arthur Fleck. And Jonathan Price as Cardinal Jorge Mario Bergoglio, however you say it, from The Two Popes. What do you think the Academy is going to pick? And I think I know the answer to this. Oh, man. Um, I think the Academy is going to go with Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. The fact that he really went out of his way and created yes. a whole character. He deserves Lost it. Lost weight, changed um, his appearance. It would be my personal opinion as well, but I'd probably also maybe would like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio yes. to also win just because I thought he was really, 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 really good in that movie. Yes. Um, yeah, he would be my personal pick probably, but I think the Academy is going to go with Joaquin Phoenix. We are absolutely on the same page with this one. I think the Academy is 100% going to go with Joaquin Phoenix. And my personal pick is Leonardo DiCaprio as well. <laughs> I'm glad we, we come together on yes. that. 
Because, like you, I thought he was amazing in that it movie. It is. By oh, the way, yep. hot off the presses, mm. Tarantino is doing a TV show of Bounty Law starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, that'd be great. It is going to be That's going to be sure. awesome. Uh, looking forward to that. But what we just said there, even though we both are on the same page, that's going to be a big claim because, you know, superhero movies don't yeah. get awards. Yeah. Especially Best a, Actor. A particular... <laughs> Especially best actor. A particular Robert Downey Jr. I so, noticed wasn't on this so list. So I'm interested to say, because I'm interested to see, because he deserves this. If he, Absolutely. If, if he gets best actor, if Joaquin Phoenix gets best actor, or if they decide to go with, I don't know, Anthony Hopkins or whoever. Just I to- think it will set a precedent and raise the bar for superhero movies, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> We're really going to stick it to Robert Downey Jr. and say, you're going to lift your game. Well, the, Marvel fans won't be, the Marvel fans won't be happy with no, that. No, there's no winners here for the, yeah, the Marvel fans. No. And, best visual And effects. also, you know, Martin's course, Daisy comes out and says that about superhero movies and that about and the And look Joker. how many awards he's up for. And Joaquin Phoenix takes it home. That's another interesting conversation, I guess. Yeah. About like, well, what is cinema now? So, bold prediction, but yeah, I think that's what I think. It looks like that's what you yeah, think too. Absolutely. Now we're moving on to Best Actress. So, the nominees for that are Cynthia Erivo playing Harriet Tubman in Harriet, which I haven't seen. Again, this is another category where I've seen none of the movies. Uh, Scarlett Johansson as Nicole Barber from Marriage Story, second award that she's up for. Mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan as Josephine Jo March from Little Women. Charlize Theron as Megan Kelly from Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland from Judy. What do you think the Academy is going to go with here? They're going to go with Scarlett Johansson from Marriage Story. This is a movie that's had a lot of Oscar buzz. People are saying it. So, best actress, best Scarlett actress. Johansson. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This movie was created to win an Oscar, and I think I'm Scarlett ashamed. Johansson. I'm embarrassed we'll to take say that I've seen none of these movies. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, because you've picked Scarlett Johansson, I've got to pick somebody else. Just Why can't little, you? Why can't you pick? If you, if you think it's Scarlett... a little bit of excitement, so I'm just going to throw a dart at uh, Saoirse uh, Ronan. Yeah, fair enough. I don't have any personal picks for this Did one think of, I didn't uh, see any of the movies. Charlie. Charlie's? Yeah. All right. I'll say she's my personal pick. Uh, actually, no, I don't like her. I don't like her what? as an actress. I think she's a good actress, but I something about her puts me off. Okay. So she's not going to be my personal okay. pick. And she's Fair not going to be my Academy pick. So right. Saoirse Ronan is just the one that I'm going to pick out of a hat for my Academy picks. And as I said, I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't seen any of these movies. Yeah, me too. I mean, there's a few movies on this list that I really want to see. I want to see yeah. Little Women. I want to see... Ideally, I'm going to see all of these movies. I've seen clips of Marriage Story and I've been told it's good. So yeah. Well, yeah. some of these movies, 1917 only came really... out two days ago. I don't really. I wasn't really grabbed by Bombshell. Like I saw that trailer and I was like, eh, okay, fair but enough. maybe I'll be wrong. When you sit down and watch it, you'll when be sit down and watch it. Proven wrong. Also, want to see Two Popes as well, which I haven't seen yet. Oh, really? Yeah. I have no interest in seeing that at all. <laughs> I'll probably end up seeing it anyway, but yeah, I have no interest. So we're really in the meat and potatoes. We're working on the steak dinner right now because we're going to talk about best director. And the directors that are up for it are Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917, Todd Phillips for The Joker, who also directed the Hangover movies. I think I should point that out as well. And Borat, <laughs> Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. I can't believe Martin Scorsese and Tom Phillips are going head to head. And Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Who do you think the Academy is going to give it to? The Academy is going to give it to Martin Scorsese. Really? Okay. Yep. And what's your personal pick? My personal pick is Quentin Tarantino. My personal pick is Quentin Tarantino as well. I think he should win Best Director any year that he makes a movie. Well, particularly this one. I I, completely accept all the times he hasn't won it. And even though I like his movies, I'm like, yeah, there were other movies that were better or more deserving of Best Director. But this movie, he really knocked it out of the park. 
Well, my academy pick was Sam Mendes for 1917. Okay. I personally think, just having watched the movie this morning, uh, my opinions... It's so fresh in your mind. My opinions put aside for the movie, I think this movie, just given the nature of the whole thing and the whole filmmaking affair, is just going to mop up at the awards. Really? Because the whole thing, the whole movie, it's not made for audiences, it's made for the Academy. Really? And when you see it, I'm sure you will agree. Yes. Okay, because it was a really interesting movie because, you know, 1917, World War I. Okay. Just the whole thing. It's just saying, pick me, pick me. (laughs) So that's my Academy pick. So Sam Mendes. That brings us to our final category, the Academy Award for Best Picture. Matty D's flipping through his notes furiously there. I thought we closed it. You forgot about Best Picture? It's like the major award. (laughs) Nope, I've still got Best Picture. So there's actually a whole bunch. This actually has the most nominees. So Best Picture, the movies up for Best Picture are Ford versus Ferrari. Who remembers that movie? The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, again, and Parasite. This is the big one, Matty D. Yeah. What do you think the Academy is going to pick? And can we have a drum roll? Look how many returning movies are back in this this one. Well, I think the best picture, the best film of 2019 will be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yep, yep, I'm going for it. I find that so surprising. Yeah. And what's your personal pick? That is my personal pick as well. Okay, what do you think the Academy is going to pick I think the Academy will pick it. Really? Yes, I do. I I, disagree with you so hard, Matty D. Well, actually, maybe my personal pick might be Joker, because I think I had more fun there, but I I think, yeah. that would be crazy if that won Best Picture. Joker or The Irishman definitely stand out, but I think, no, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will, will take it. So... And that is a bold prediction, I know, but... I think it's a fun movie. It it celebrates Hollywood in a romantic light. I think they won't be able to resist. It. Yeah, they won't be able to resist. Okay. So my Academy pick for Best Picture will be Avengers Endgame. Oh, there you go. It's going to come in as a surprise. Be like, yeah, there we go. No. In all seriousness, I think 1917 is going to take away the Best Picture Award. So you think they're going to lap up in the Oscars? Yeah, they're going to mop up. They're going to lap up. They're going to have they're a saucer of milk and they're going to drink they're it They're going to lap it all up. Yeah. So the Academy is going to lap it up. Yeah, when? absolutely. Okay. Well, all right. You really, you're really high and on And it's going to be like the last you, movie they saw. Did you like saw. that? Did you like that movie? Did I like the movie? Yep. Or we're going into dangerous well, territory Well, don't, don't, you know, don't go too much, but did you think it was good? Uh... I, I thought it was entertaining for the most part. Right. I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was great. I was distracted by all the behind-the-scenes stuff while I was watching the movie. Mm. And there were a few moments where I did get bored, to be completely honest. So I didn't like it as much as I like, say, something like Jojo Rabbit or The Irishman or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which, by the way, is my personal pick. Could be Parasite. Parasite could take it. Yeah, on. I mean, I, we haven't said Parasite for any of the Academy no, Awards no, we haven't. So far and because I've, I guess mainly we haven't seen it. Yeah, so we haven't seen it, but we both think it looks amazing and yeah. can see why it's on any of these lists. I still think Hollywood's kind of racist and won't give it to a, yeah, a foreign picture. That was um, my feeling about it as well. No, no it no, could it could get. That was my feeling about the Academy, not about Parasite. It wasn't nominated for best cinematography, was it? Because I was like, it could get that. Uh, it could get a smaller, smaller award. Yeah, I agree with you. 100%. But, yeah, um, it wasn't nominated for cinematography. They're going to give they're going to give best picture to an English speaking yeah. film, an American movie. It's an American award, so what do you expect? So you're going with your heart and going once upon yeah, a time in Hollywood. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be that movie. So I'm saying 1917, but yeah, secretly I want once upon a time in Hollywood to win. Yeah, there you go. I think you're taking this business very personally, Matty B. <laughs> no. This business, he's taking it very personal. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, a little bit, a little bit. I just I think the Academy will go with this movie. 
Okay. And now the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, probably not, because when have they done it? Got in a movie like this before. And- Has Tarantino ever won an Academy Award for no. Best Picture? No. And I don't think it's going to happen this time. Yeah. I'm putting my cards on the table. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen this time. I think it's yeah. going to be Sam Mendes. As much as I'm not a fan of Sam Mendes, can I just point that out? I think he's going to win. Was Little Women nominated? Oh, no, Little Women won't get it. Yeah, it was nominated, but I don't think it will get it. Yeah. How many well, times has that movie been done? Jesus yeah. Christ. Right. Who needs to see it? It might yeah. be an amazing production. I could be eating my words once I see the movie, but yeah, it's kind of been done. <laughs> guys, <laughs> right. seriously. Well, I guess I guess that's what we picked. I guess we'll see when the Oscars yep. come out. I'm excited. When they, you know. I want to hear what other people think is going to win. Lots of people have their opinions. They're probably worth nothing, but I still want to hear them. Mm, so if too. you want to let us know, you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean website. Otherwise, you can send us an email, potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or... You can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers Podcast and we'll pop up. That's right. Look for the exclamation point. Please let us know. Leave us a comment on this episode's post. Do whatever you can to let us know because I just want to know what everybody thinks. Should it be the Joker? Should Joker take Best Picture? Imagine that. Imagine Imagine that. that. Wow. The world would be rolled. Oh, my God. People would be so mad. People would be saying we live in a society all over the place. That's a thing, apparently. And (laughs) What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, let us know what you think. We've laid our opinions out. And I think that basically brings us to the end of the episode. That's right, that's right. But before we go away, we should talk about what we're going to be covering next week. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be returning to see how well we did in our prediction of Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, yes. Which is a movie I'm not excited to watch at all. Well, I've seen it already. So I already know how we did. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm excited. But I guess we can come together and discuss that. Yeah. Well, Matty D cheated for that episode. So I think I did not cheat on that episode. Points. I did not cheat. Since I'm scoring him, I, w- I will decide <laughs> whether he should lose points for cheating or not. Oh, well, you need you need all the help you can get. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so join us next week for our coverage of our prediction of Pokemon Detective Pikachu. And thanks kindly for listening this week. Yeah, have a good day. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me.